What is up, everybody? Welcome into episode 44 of Locked on Tigers. I am your host, Chris Castellani. Well, I'm going to be honest with you guys, as I always am. I say that way too often. I'm going to be honest with you. What am I not honest with you? When I did that list of the top 25 baseball games of the last decade, especially when I cut it down to doing the show three days a week, I thought by the time we reached the end of it, at the very least, we would have spring training baseball again, if not have regular season baseball again. And yet, here we are, May 11th, the year of our Lord, 2020, and we find ourselves baseball lists, uh, trying to pick up the pieces and figure out when on God's green earth are we going to play baseball this season? Should we play baseball this season? I've said this many times and I'll continue to reiterate it. This is unlike anything we have ever seen in our lifetimes. It's unlike any anything my parents have seen in their lifetimes. If there's any good, and I don't know if I can necessarily necessarily say good, but if there's anything interesting that's come out of this whole thing, it's the fact that I think everyone has taken a step back and realizing that we are living in the midst of a historical event. We are living at a time in which the world has essentially stopped and we've been forced to stay at home for X amount of months. And in the meantime... Content creators such as myself, podcasters, makers of videos and and such, have been scrambling for content, and we find ourselves here. Now, there is a little bit of news that I am going to talk about. Ken Rosenthal, always reliable, posted a piece on The Athletic uh, this week, I think on Friday, maybe even Saturday, talking about how baseball is hoping to start this season up. And today's podcast is essentially going to be me talking about that article, uh, reading off some of the details of that article, and discussing if it's feasible. I will just begin by saying I continue to have serious, serious doubts about whether or not there's going to be baseball this year. And in full transparency, I have had certain moments in which I've wondered, do I even want baseball this year? Will it even feel remotely close to real? How will fans react to it? How will uh, players react to it? How will Major League Baseball react to it? It's There's so many unanswered questions that may never get answered, but I do want to talk about Ken Rosenthal's article in The Athletic. If you don't have The Athletic, it's very cheap. You should. This is not an ad for them or anything. God, I wish I was getting an athletic, an athletic bonus, but uh, It's very good, especially for baseball content. Ken Rosenthal uh, continues to be one of the best. This is a paraphrasing of his article, which was posted on the 9th, which was Saturday. Nothing is official. Major League Baseball will discuss its plans for the 2020 season in a conference call with owners on Monday, that being today. If the owners give their approval, the league will present its proposal to the Players Union on Tuesday. Any plan would require sign-off from medical experts and confidence that testing for the virus would be sufficiently available. But here is a rough outline of what the league would like to do according to four people with knowledge of the league's intentions. And here's where it gets kind of juicy. A regular season beginning in early July and consisting of approximately 80 games, the number might not be 80, 78 and 82 are also possibilities. So just before we move on, 
it needs to be acknowledged that the whole, oh, well, we're just going to play baseball games over Thanksgiving. The baseball regular season might run into December. All of that was either a lie or another example of Major League Baseball just throwing crap at the wall and seeing what sticks. That's essentially what that was. That's why I never really bought that idea. The schedule would be regionalized. I'm reading off the article now. Teams would face opponents only from their own division and the same geographic division in the opposite league. An NL East club, for example, would only face teams from the NL East and AL East. A 78-game schedule might look like this. Four three-game series against each division opponent and two three-game series against each non-division opponent. Teams would open in as many home parks as possible, with even New York, the major league city hardest hit by the coronavirus, potentially in play by early July. It goes on to talk a lot more about this potential proposal. I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to read the entire article and bore you guys with it. Another thing that is listed as well as expanded playoffs, which Rob Manfred has just been salivating over that idea for a while now. Uh, obviously, that was uh, something that came out a couple months ago before uh, all the coronavirus stuff hit, the idea of 2021 going to an expanded postseason. Let's just assume, and I'll talk in the second segment more about whether or not I think there even should be baseball this season. But let's assume that there is. What this season will essentially be, because it's already been released, I forgot to mention that it looks like if there is a season, Universal DH will be in play. What this season is essentially going to be, assuming it happens, will be, like I said a few minutes ago, Major League Baseball throwing everything at the wall and seeing what sticks. We will see different rules. I've heard the possibility of having extra innings start with a runner at second base like they did in the World Baseball Classic a couple years ago. Expanded postseasons, obviously. Expanded rosters. If there's, I mean, if there's any good that could come from this as a Tigers fan, we may, depending on service time manipulation, that is such a mess still. We may see Matt Manning, Casey Mize, and Tariq Skubal pitching for the Detroit Tigers this season. Obviously not the way we wanted it. We wanted to see them pitching at Comerica and a capacity crowd. That's not going to happen. Whatever, that's, and I know I'm rambling a bit here, but I need to put things in perspective for everyone. And it's what makes all of this so disappointing. The baseball season we wanted, the baseball season we were so looking forward to, because let's face it, this most recent offseason was the most insane, intriguing offseason that baseball has seen probably in 15 years. The last time there was an offseason that was this insane was, sadly, after another scandal, probably around 04, 05, when the steroid era really kind of got exposed. A crazy offseason with the Astros cheating scandal and a lot of free agents signing at some big-time locations. Garrett Cole, obviously, being the the number one prize that the Yankees were able to acquire. Mookie Betts getting traded. A crazy offseason. And this was going to be a a big-time season that a lot of people were looking forward to. We will never have that. A season that I personally think, given the storylines, could have been one that really brought baseball to the forefront in a way that we haven't seen here in a while. Not going to happen. Will never happen. And that is an absolute tragedy, in my opinion. We will never have that season. But the season we may get, is it something that baseball fans truly want? I'm going to talk about that next. Built Bars are tasty. 
It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. 16 amazing flavors, 8 chocolate nut flavors, 8 chocolate nut free flavors. It says so on the packaging. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. I had my very first one just the other day, the peanut butter brownie one. And unlike a lot of other protein bars, which have a little bit of crunch to them, these, they really do melt in your mouth. And Built Bars are healthy too. Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy or girl. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Look at uh, something like the peanut butter brownie, the one I just talked about. That's 20 grams of protein, 170 calories, 3 grams of sugar, 3 grams net carbs. You can try them today, but we have a special offer as well. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. To an early morning breakfast burrito, to a 12-pack of beers while you watch the game, sometimes you just need what you need delivered fast. And that's where Postmates comes in. If you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I love food, and that's why I love using Postmates. They deliver food from every restaurant I can think of right to my door. But Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier with grocery delivery and whatever I can think of delivery too. Convenience stores, clothing stores, you name it. So no more trips to the store, no more late night food runs. I don't even have to worry about where to grab lunch anymore. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. And for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use the code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. And we're back. And one thing I forgot to mention in the first segment that I think is utmost importance and puts a wrench into all the plans that Major League Baseball might be proposing. This is from Craig Calcatera. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Lead baseball writer for NBC Sports. He tweeted that on Tuesday, MLB is likely to formally demand additional salary concessions from players if they stick to that, there is an excellent chance the players will not sign off on a deal for the 2020 season. They already have an agreement with the umpires. That could be a stipulation right there that I just mentioned or that Craig just mentioned that could prevent the players from signing off on a deal. Now that brings us to kind of the main topic for this segment. Should we have baseball this year? Considering the fact that it would be essentially... Eh, it would be 80 scrimmages, guys, what we're going to watch. It would not be an official baseball season. It may even go down in the record books as an official baseball season. It's not going to be the same. It will never be the same, especially if they're not going to play the full 162 or anything close to that. We'll have half a baseball season watching scrimmages. Now, that is better than nothing. I personally, and I'm look, I'm forever a pessimist. I think a lot of people who follow me on Twitter know this. I don't think we're going to have a baseball season this year. I don't. But... If we don't, I don't think it's going to be because 
players don't feel like it's safe or owners don't feel like it's safe. I think we are getting closer to a point, and I understand the safety concerns. Absolutely, I do. I haven't worked in two months as a safety precaution. I understand that. Obviously, that doesn't include my work that I do here on these podcasts, should go without saying. If there isn't a baseball season, it will be not necessarily because of the COVID-19 pandemic, but more so because of greed by Major League Baseball and by the owners of said Major League Baseball teams. I've even gone back and forth asking myself, should we have baseball this year? Will it matter? And to me, I've come to the conclusion that yes, we need it. I want it, obviously. Oh, I want to watch baseball again. I love this game, obviously. And baseball right now is a sport that everyone is rooting for. Even people who don't like baseball. Guess people binge-watched UFC the other night because it was the only thing that was on. Baseball has the opportunity right now to be in a position that they haven't been in as a sport in years. And that is putting themselves as America's pastime once again for the first time in years. The possibility of being at the forefront of the baseball world, I'm sorry, being at the forefront of the sporting world for an extended period of time. When was the last time that happened? Baseball is my favorite sport, but let's not kid ourselves. It's the third most popular American sport, if that. They have the opportunity, even if it's for a short period of time, to be number one. And because of that, if they have any hope of, of bringing baseball back to prominence in America, they need to sit people down in a room or on a Zoom call and do everything possible to make sure that we get some sort of baseball this season. You cannot afford to screw this up. Because as, as controversial and as difficult and as frustrating as Rob Manfred's tenure as Major League Commissioner has been thus far, there are a certain amount of people who would be willing to maybe forgive some of those shortcomings if they look at him as the guy who was able to have a baseball season in the midst of a horrifying pandemic. In times of crisis, you see this politically. I don't like to get into politics, especially on here, but it's true. In times of crisis, people are galvanized around the leader. Sometimes it doesn't even matter who that leader is. Right now, MLB has a chance to put themselves at the center of the sporting world for the first time in years. We've seen glimpses of that, obviously, like the 2016 World Series, most watched World Series in 25 years. That was a big deal for a week, for a week. Baseball was the biggest thing in the world. They have the opportunity to have a month or two long stretch in which there's no other sports on except for baseball. And if and if they're not able to come to a deal here and we're not able to have a baseball season at all, that to me will be the biggest failure of Rob Manfred's tenure as commissioner so far. And boy, oh boy, has he had some doozies. I don't even hate him the way other people do. I think some of the hatred towards him is a bit overblown. I think he means well. I think he's just misguided. This would be an undoubtable, I don't even know if that's a word, undoubtable failure. Fix it. Get people in a room, find a way to have cooler heads prevail, and make sure that we get some semblance of a baseball season this year, or else this sport may officially put their first nail in the coffin as far as being dead to mainstream America. It's that serious because the NFL will be here. The NFL will come back. Maybe not the way that we expected it to, but it'll be back. The NBA, I think, will be back. 
Adam Silver's a good commissioner. I think the players' union there is probably uh, a lot closer with the commissioner than the players' union uh, is in Major League Baseball. They'll be back. If Major League Baseball, which should absolutely take this as an opportunity to have a slam dunk and be the first sport back, first major sport back, and they don't use this to their advantage, they're as good as dead. It's that serious right now. So that is actually going to do it for today's show. I know I, I probably did a lot of rambling, uh, unconventional, maybe not as, as thought out as the last few weeks have been with the countdown, but I, I don't know. I think we did all right. Okay. You can follow me on Twitter at Castellani2014. That's at C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-I-2014. You can follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Tigers. And if you have any questions for this show, you can email them to the show's Gmail account, LockdownTigers at gmail.com. And while you're feeling lonely, go to Apple Podcasts, go to iTunes, leave a positive review for this podcast. I haven't gotten one in well over a month, so it would be much appreciated if you would do that. Thank you very much for listening. I will see you back here on Wednesday. Have a great rest of your day, and go Tigers.